0: Hey guys, it's Mom The podcast about being a mom that thinks that most mom stuff is super boring. So we created our own posse. I'm Ashley and I'm Carrie
1: and we are ready to walk you down the red carpet of motherhood. Yay! Yay. Episode 4. 4. Wow. Quatro. 4. That was the most Jersey way. Episode Quattro. Quattro. <laughs> no bueno Quattro. No Quattro. We've got a great show, episode
0: four. We are talking about spoiling. That's right. We're talking about spoiling your kids, spoiling your partner, and most importantly, spoiling yourself. Plus, our hashtag
1: swag bag picks for the week. But stay tuned because first up, the the tits tits and the the shits. shits. I love this segment. I know. I have, it's like our, we get to like bitch. Yeah. And not necessarily like bitch in a negative way. No. We're keeping it posy. This is where
0: like the current events fun exactly. stuff comes in. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Why don't you go first this time? Okay, so my shits are, I've been working this crazy job and- Not this crazy not, not job. Not this one. Another, another crazy production job. job. That's crazy, that's consuming all my time. This is my only day off today. And I have this thing. If I wake up very early, I cannot poop. I don't know if anyone else has that issue. By the way, the tits and the shits has literally turned into a segment where we talk about our shitting habits. On
1: episode one, we talk about shit so much. And then episode two, you still mention shit. We haven't heard our own episode three yet. But Guys, if you're not driving while you're listening to this, and if you want to play a drinking game where you drink every time <laughs> yeah. we talk about shit, I mean, I'm not against it. No, well, when we start doing live
0: shows, we're absolutely incorporating a, a drinking game into it. because we we're bingo. <laughs> yeah, like something. Yes. So, um, I can't poop early in the morning. Got it. Um, so I, you know, you know, when you, (laughs) you know, when you like kind of have to poop, you like can't actually poop. So it just kind of has, you have that feeling in your gut for Mm -hmm. hours. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, this job has been very, very stressful, which makes me have to poop more. The other day, it had been like two early days. I had not pooped and I was so desperate. I like took my like five minute break to go dumping and, (laughs) I, I, like, finally get this poop out, and when I turn around to wipe, I see that I have sat on someone else's poopy toilet matter. Ew. It is so gross. Oh, my God. I was God. like, I would honestly, shout out to Clorox again, I would honestly <laughs> Clorox wipe my ass right now if I could, but I do not have access to Clorox wipes. Then yesterday- I believe that's not great for your skin, but I'm for it. Also, coronavirus, that has to be a way you can get it. That has to I be know, a way. I know, And I just went through the rest of the day with someone else's <laughs> shit particles on me. You know, I'm very sensitive to, like, smell. So then all day I was like, can people smell other people's poop on me? Like,
1: what? <laughs> it, like, horrible. I think that if they could smell, they wouldn't know if it was someone else's. <laughs> I don't think they know matter. specifically what your poop smells like to compare it. Doesn't matter. I think it would just be like, do people think I smell like shit? Yeah. I think is Either way, it was But a I like how specific
0: you were. <laughs> Wait, this bathroom story doesn't end. Um... Then yesterday, I go to pee. I don't squat in a public restroom. Do you squat? It depends. For the most part, I I don't squat. Um, That's my dirty little secret. Yeah, it depends. So yesterday, I go to the bathroom again at this job. And I sit on someone's pee. Who are the monsters? Firstly, Who are the monsters that
1: are... At your job. Yes.
0: It is disgusting. And also, when am I going to learn my lesson to look at the seat before I drop trout? You should just tape, like, some sort of plastic liner to your entire region. I should I should get one of Luna's vag bags. <laughs> exactly. Um, my tits are that today is my day off, and I got to see my best friend this morning who's been in town all weekend. I didn't get to see him, and I had a Bloody Mary before I came here. Woo, woo. So, and then my other tits is I really want to read uh, the Jessica Simpson
1: biography. Me too. Biography Oh, me too. I, I have been fascinated with her for all different reasons. I won't go into all of them. I, I was really shocked when, they, when she dropped that she had an addiction issue. Yes. I was actually really shocked about I that. Was too. I don't know why I should be shocked about anything in, in Tinseltown. But I just she said, said Tinseltown seemed- like I'm 99 years old. <laughs> In old Hollywood. I don't know why I'm surprised anymore about what happens in Tim's town. <laughs> but I was like surprised. I mean, I thought I know her weight struggles, her depression, her postpartum. I don't know. I just didn't see her. It was, it just came as a surprise. No, depressing. I think, I feel like that was the general consensus. Her family or her, or her team, whoever was helping facilitate. Totally. Did a really good job because we didn't see a lot of pictures of her. No. Like we never saw the Lindsay Lohan Passed out in a car, pictures, jail, right, was, right. She, like she, she said that one she Ellen episode most, right. she was drunk, but everyone assumes she's like a little bit airheady, airheady. So I don't think she held it together enough that I don't think people knew that she might be the most responsible alcoholic I've ever. And pills too. She had doing pills. Bad on me. I come from a family of people who have addiction problems, and I know a lot of times it's it does. You can't see it. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like you can't see it from the outside. So I should know better, but. Anyway, I was surprised.
0: I I just really want to read it. I like I, listening to all the, I mean, she's well, been when going heavy on it, the
1: press. I know. When you start it, let me know. I'll start it too I'm, so we can.
0: I'm going to do an audio book because I don't have time to sit down and read a fucking book.
1: But this sounds terrible. Another great addiction read is <laughs> uh, Belinda Carlisle's biography. Oh, girl. What it's a good What band was she in? The, um, Not the Go-Go's. Goes? The Go-Go's. Oh, I, I knew that. I
0: know. Oh, my God. Sometimes my music knowledge really surprises me.
1: Well, she had the Go-Go's and then she had a big solo career. Got it. Huge in the 80s, so. What's like a big. Cocaine was What's like, a
0: big Belinda Carlisle song?
1: I'm mad uh, about uh, you, lost in your eyes.
0: In this guy, mad
1: about love. Na, 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 na. You and I. Okay, so my tits and chits. Yeah. Hit me. My tits are also like a half a shit. The tit is also half a shit. Okay. Which is that I'm on antibiotic and it's making me better. Today's the first day I've really felt like almost in a month like well. You don't seem like yourself. It's not a bad thing. You just seem like a little more calm. Well, I was just gonna say I don't know that calm's the right word. I mean, draggy, a well, little this, draggy. Well, this will make sense. So the antibiotic is making me like a little bit nauseous to my stomach. Oh, not the bad, worst. But like, just but here's the tits of it because I'm not talking about the shit yet. I yeah. have this as my tit. Yeah, it's the first time in like 15 years I am sleeping through the night without getting up at all. It's been 15 years since you've slept through the, through the night? night. Correct. Ugh. I am falling asleep almost like blackout drunk narcoleptic style that's where a, I'm, the best where I'm like sitting on the couch having a conversation and the next thing I know it's five in the morning oh and I'm I love like, that so much so that the last two nights I woke up and I was like where'd everybody go because <laughs> I had sat down to watch a movie and was in a conversation I don't know when the conversation stopped but I woke up and it was like seven in the morning and I was on the couch and I was like where'd everybody go and I was like wait a second, it's 7 in the morning. I'm like, wait a second, I'm still in my clothes.
0: (laughs) Then I'm like, wait a second. (laughs) I mean, you know you're a mom when you're like, God, that sounds
1: amazing. (laughs) So even though I was sick, and that's why I went on the antibiotic, it's making me feel nauseous, and I'm definitely tired. I'm like, those are two of the best sleeps I've ever had. And I'm kind of mad that I have to take this antibiotic for so long, but I'm sort of excited that I'm going to sleep through the night. I'm like jealous. I mean... I don't it's want crazy. to feel sick, yeah. but I want to
0: sleep. I slept that heavily last night, and it
1: was—it's just weird. Like I wake up for all sorts of things. Like I wake up because I snore, so I wake myself up. I wake up because I have to pee. I wake up because the baby, or Beckett. It's not just the baby. It, it was happening before yeah. I had Luna, so yeah, that's my tits. Is just like that, whoa, this sleep. Those are the tits. It's amazing. Yeah, I'll take the stomach discomfort. Yeah, what else? And frankly, <laughs> I'm already at such a high energy level that this just brings me to like normal people energy level. It's just not normal for me. Yeah. But frankly, I could use a little downer. You know what I mean? I just need a little turn it down. (laughs) Turn it down. So it's finally here. We talked about it. It was early on in our other show. And you're like, I just cannot wait till this comes back and bites you in the ass. I'm gonna be sitting here and laughing. I know what it is. Luna is a picky eater. Yep. We've reached the point. It's Coincided with her being sick, but I think it's just developmental. I don't think it had I think anything they all go through to do with it. That little biatch, let me tell you, on the daily, I've been making her three different meals every meal. So, breakfast, we try something, and I make another thing then I make another thing. Sometimes if it's just not me giving it to her, if someone else gives her the same food that I made, she'll eat it.
0: Sometimes you just have to cut it differently. Sometimes don't
1: <laughs> cut it at all. Yeah. Just make it a big honking piece that she yep. picks up. She's definitely lost weight, like so much so that, that my family was like, Luna looks skinnier in her pictures. And I'm like, y'all need to just back off. I'm really upset that she, I can't get her to eat. She's already underweight. The pediatrician, P.S. Every time, I go to say pediatrician, I want to say vet first because I'm like, the vet says (laughs) every time. Every time. I don't know if that'll ever go away. Anyway, the pediatrician's always like, percentiles are low. She's like really skinny. And so I've been trying to feed her more girl won't eat. That's gotta be really frustrating. I put it in popsicle form. I like, the girl is sustaining on Cheerios and cheese and occasionally I can get an egg with some spinach in there.
0: What about PediaSure? Is she old enough to drink that? I don't know. Or I don't like know. Carnation Instant Br- well, that I should try that's that. That's like one of those yeah. things. That, Sebastian's a picky eater but at no point has he ever been underweight. Yeah, He's, he's like teetered on being above weight yeah. in the past. She's under. So I, this is not an issue I, I have dealt with Yeah, at all. she's underweight. My
1: solution is like, you don't want to eat you're not eating then family was like oh she got kind of skinny and I'm like I know I know I know so that's rough she looks cut though <laughs> <laughs> all her muscles are popping my friends are like her biceps I was like it's just because she's skinny it just looks like she has biceps I think I think it's literally just the layer over the only muscle she has <laughs> like, so anyway um, we're putting like yogurt and pop- making them into popsicles because she likes popsicles I'm just trying all the things but I'm so frustrated because one I'm eating all her food because she's not eating it or Beckett's eating it. Me and Beckett are going to just be eating amazing. And I just have to cook so much. Like as it is, everybody everybody who's listening who's a parent knows the meal planning is like trying to meal plan for you, your partner, your kids, and then people might have different needs. Luna mostly will eat what we eat but she doesn't have all the teeth. I have to adjust it. It's already tricky grocery shopping, cooking, planning the meals. To then have two and three backup meals for each of your three meals and snacks. I know. And then I hate the feeling that we're wasting food or I'll try buying something. That's the worst for me. I'll try buying something special and being like maybe she'll eat this and then she doesn't eat it and that it's just
0: what about you said she likes yogurt so Sebastian loves the squeezable yogurt yeah and we just that comes in the tube yeah. I know it's not like organic yeah. grass fed yogurt but he loves it and I put it in the freezer Trader Joe's makes one too yeah. and he loves it instead of making your own yogurt popsicles just put that shit in the freezer yeah I
1: should do that but anyway that's that's the shits is that she's getting to the picky eating phase. And I'm just was like, fine, fine. You're not going to eat. Fine, yeah. fine. Fine. Beckett wants to eat what I, I just went down and I was like, it's not her. She doesn't know. I I can't take it to that, but I was just so frustrated. that.
0: So Sebastian is again, a little bit older than Luna, but he lives for pie, cake, ice cream, Dunkin' Donuts, cookies. Not that we give him these things all the time, but he loves them and they're such a special treat. So what I do, because there's a lot of research about forcing your kids to eat and how it actually does a lot more harm than anything else Mm -hmm. And it actually is a cause for childhood
1: obesity. Yeah. I'm not a clean plate club person, but I'm like, you need nutrition. Right.
0: Exactly. So every meal he does the like that he doesn't want to eat whatever it is. So I will tell him, okay, you don't want to eat. That's fine. But you're not going to have any cake, ice cream, pie, whatever tonight you're not having any of it. And he'll go, no ice cream? And I say, no, no ice cream. And he goes, oh. And I go, all you have to do is eat your dinner. Just eat your dinner and you can have ice cream. It's a very easy, easy solution. And that's how I get him to eat. So when she gets to that phase, well, I was, use that. Well,
1: it won't work because usually she likes ice cream. And I even offered just to give her ice cream as the meal because I was like, whatever, it's got... It's dairy, it's got calcium, like whatever, protein. She didn't need protein. it. it. it oh, wow, she turned down ice cream? The only bribe that worked... <laughs> I think Sebastian would rage. The only <laughs> bribe that worked was she's got this little boyfriend down the street named Liam. Mm. By down the street, I mean the hallway. The hallway. We live in an apartment. And I said, do you want to see Liam later? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I go, then you have to eat this. And she's like, Hi. And She ate it. Oh, and then I called him. I was like, "We have to see Liam. I don't want empty promises." But she ate oh, yeah, it. that no, only happened. that only worked once.
0: Have you tried other times?
1: Yeah, and she was just kind of like, "Over it. We've gotten too far. I have to use." She that was for like, I... "Bitches be a dime a dozen, mom." <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> She's like, "There are other boys on this floor." Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, Aw. well, you know, the thing is, these are usually just phases. So, shall we move on to spoiling children? Yes. <laughs> Okay, so today we're talking about spoiling your kids and we'll turn it into spoiling yourself after. Um, the inspiration for talking about this is, as you know, I love my Bravo and my reality. And a few episodes ago on this current season of Real Housewives of New Jersey, Jackie Goldschneider, our first Jewish Real Housewife, housewife. of New Jersey. L- uh, yeah, Mazel tov. She went to this other housewife house, Jennifer Aiden. And she Where in North Jersey do the housewives live? They like
1: Franklin Lakes, Colts Piramis, Neck. Oh, no.
0: Um no, one is from Colts Neck. I think like
1: Melissa Gorgas from Colts Got it. Neck or That's something. That's fancy. It's where Bruce Springsteen has a uh, where he lives Colts Neck mm. Rumson area. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Well, Jennifer Aiden has in her own words, the biggest house in Paramus, which is
1: not an accomplishment I ever hoped to is achieve. Is it bigger than the Ikea in Paramus? Because that's the only thing I've done it in Paramus. It might be.
0: <laughs> and also Gordon State Plaza. Right. Um, she has this huge house. She has a bunch of kids. And she very much is a the type of person who's very into, she's new money, and she's very into nouveau her new rich. money. Yeah, Yes, she's very nouveau riche. Again, the biggest house in Paramus. Can you, that's like, could you get any more nouveau riche? So in her house, She has, like, this two-story, like, basketball court that has, like, a moon bounce in it. And Jennifer brought her kids over. She then wrote this article for NorthJersey.com called Do Too Many Gifts Create Spoiled Children? The article then became a huge storyline on the show where Jennifer was like, you're calling my children spoiled. And really, she isn't. She's just kind of asking the question. Right. It also later turns out that Jackie's richer than Jennifer. She just don't flaunt it as much.
1: Touche. And, and so the other thing she is. She has the second biggest house. In no, her no, no. She,
0: she, her house isn't as big as Jennifer's, but I think she's just smarter about her right. money, which is a huge source of contention. Got it. Um, but she had a kid's birthday party. Like one of her kids had a birthday. Which one? I don't know. She's four.
1: No, I mean, Jackie, oh, Jackie okay. had a
0: birthday party for her children.
1: And.
0: The birthday party was, like, a bunch of eight-year-old boys came over, played basketball on on their, like, driveway. She ordered a bunch of pizzas. They ate pizza. And then she opened up an Amazon box, threw it on the, like, sidewalk, and was like, here's your gift. You know how you get a goodie bag or whatever? Their goodie bag was just in – she didn't, like, bother to package it or make it cute. And Jennifer then called Jackie stingy. Okay. Because of this. Okay. So I thought this is a really interesting storyline for me because I did grow up not wealthy. I didn't, I never felt poor, but I knew because I would hear my parents, I was the poor kid in a very rich
1: kid environment. exactly same as I grew up in. Yeah. My town people got like DeLoreans for their bar and bat mitzvah. I'm also old, so DeLorean. I was going to say like
0: a DeLorean. Yeah. Uh,
1: um, And had cars. For their bar with waiting, waiting for them for when they could drive. That seems like a waste. Anyway. But <laughs> that's and they had their bar embotments at the casinos in Atlantic City. Ooh. Big deal. And we a bunch of us lived in one house. Like yeah. uncles, aunts, yeah. grandparents, you know, like we did not have yeah. that kind of thing. I we just were, Poor by any American standard. No, but for our town. We, yeah, we were not as wealthy as the rest of the people in our town. We weren't not, but it might read that way because I didn't have like fancy cl- labels on my clothes. And, and
0: listen, I was a, I was a product of teen pregnancy. My parents were very young when they had me, and. My mother felt that the public school system had failed her as a teenager. And she, when I was born, was like, my daughter is never setting foot in the public school system ever. And they worked a lot.
1: To, to pay be for able to education. send me to
0: a private school so that I could get an education that they wanted me to have. And I know I'm going to get a lot of flack about that. But also, like, remember, this is Miami, and it's not, you know, Centerville, Ohio. Like, right. the, the the public school system's a lot different in Miami than it is. It's like where I live now. I don't—I I think Sebastian's going to go to a private school because I don't think—
1: Yeah, it's regional. It depends on right. where you're from. Right, Exactly. Um, and obviously, any school is better than no school. Of course. So, yeah. They
0: sacrificed a lot to get me there. So they made it work. They could afford the education, even though they didn't see my dad a whole ton growing up. Right. But that was the priority for money. And I just, it really makes me wonder with my own child, what do I want to place value on? I don't know. Where do you stand on all of this?
1: Um Well, it's interesting because there's another article that we're going to discuss in a second that I agree with a little bit. Yeah. Which in that article, may I reference it? Of course. It's moms.com is where we got it from. But this author says, this is why I spoil my kids and I don't feel guilty about it. When I read that article, kind of some of the things that she qualified as spoiling her kids, I wouldn't necessarily qualify as spoiling a kid. I think- experiential things, for me, don't really count as spoiling yeah. your kids. Take a day off, and we'll go to the park, and we'll get an ice cream in the middle of the day. Yeah, I don't think spoiling. And we'll go spoiling. see a movie. I don't really consider that nope. spoiling. In this article, she throws that in, like, I'm going to yeah. take my kids to do things, whatever. If that's spoiling, then I'm going to spoil my Same. child. Because Agreed. I think experiences are what you remember. Yep. And I do want to spoil my child with experiences. And, and
0: on that note, that's why I have... I even said for Christmas like buy him an experience like buy him a class. You want to you buy him soccer classes or buy him a membership to Liberty Science Center. Something that is an experience yeah. as opposed to stuff just bullshit material possessions. And he doesn't care about clothes,
1: you know, like. Well, one thing she says is that they recommend this doctor says you should tell your kids, if you give them something like a bicycle or whatever, you should tell them how long it took for mommy and daddy to make the money to pay for that. I disagree with that. Because as a kid, I was so anxiety ridden. I already was acutely aware of how much my mom had to work to get things. And I didn't ask her for stuff because of it. And to this day, when I've, as an adult, shared with her that like I was bullied because of my clothes, nothing, not to the extent that kids are bullied right. today, but she goes, why didn't you just tell me? I would have bought you something. And I was like, I knew I didn't want to burden you with that. Like right. you didn't need to. I just was going to take it, you know, whatever. Right. So I disagree with that because I think maybe if your kid has the personality of, of a kid, who is ungrateful, that might be a method. But if your kid already is pretty sensitive, don't go telling them how much you had to work to make that. I think that if you're at that point where you have to do that, there's other stuff that needs to be yes. evaluated. I don't want my kid to want for anything, but I also, Agreed. for the environment and for the state of our home, I don't want a bunch of shit yep. around the house. Yep. I don't think we need a lot of shit. I'm a big fan of hitting up your friends for their hand-me-down shit or- Especially for kids. Yeah, because they grow out of stuff so You and quickly. I pass back and sh- yeah. forth clothes and to I each have, other. Like, yeah, like great. It's new to you. Yeah. Doesn't have to be new. And sometimes that's all you need. Yeah, and kids, sometimes I just hide a bunch of toys and then bring them back for Luna. And she's like, oh, it's new again. Yep. You know, Spoil kids with experiences. And with, love. And love. Lee's parents used to do this thing. I can't remember what they called it. But it was like one day of the year that was just whatever the kid wanted. if the Ooh, kid, that's fun. If the kid woke up and was like, we're going to paint first thing in the morning. That's what they did. We're going to eat ice cream for breakfast. That's what we're going to do. They
0: do that on Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh-huh. Where it's like Mac Day or yeah. D's Day
1: or Frank's Day. Um, but anyway, it's like the Say Yes Day. I believe in spoiling your kids like that. I want to say that. I know a lot of kids that grew up spoiled and are wonderful people. It did not translate. I really think Yeah, but I also know a lot nature. of kids
0: who grew up spoiled and turned out to be shit. Correct. That's what I'm saying.
1: I, I <laughs> Like really, like shitheads. Yeah, I, I know. But she's like, your kids are patterning what they see. Yes. So if you focus on possessions, then they're going to be focused on possessions. Instead, when the child gives her something, she's like, asks to talk about it. Like, you made this painting. Oh my God, thank you. Mommy is so thankful for this painting. How did you make it? Like, so you go into the process of the thing and not the thing itself. Yeah. And I agree with that. I feel like if you handle yourself in front of your kids a certain way, that's how they're going to act.
0: It's what you're talking about. Like you want to give your kids nice things and you don't want
1: them to feel like they don't have nice things in life. Or that money can buy happiness or that money can buy them the college scandal. Like money's just going to get them into college. Right.
0: But I think back to the housewives, this wouldn't be me because I enjoy throwing a party. I really like entertaining. I really like partying. I love a good theme. Right. I'm not going to be the kind of mom who orders 16 pizza pies and then like throws an Amazon box. That sounds
1: like it might be me.
0: But I don't, I would never fault somebody for it. I don't think there's anything. I will fault you if you invite me to a wedding and it's a cash fucking bar. Don't you dare do that. Don't you dare make me pay for my alcohol and 50th birthday party and we didn't even have a cash no bar. No At this age, no... Open bar. Yes. Right. If you're throwing a party... Throw it. Throw a party. Yeah. But that's neither here nor yeah. there. You know, Sebastian loves Dunkin' Donuts mm-hmm. and I am planning his third birthday in July and I, I'm going to make it a Dunkin Donuts themed birthday party. Get those
1: colors. Brown, orange, No, nope, they don't done. do brown anymore. Nope. It's just like
0: orange and that purpley magenta okay, I got and it. white. You know, that's not going to be like, I'm not going to spend hundreds of thousands You're like, of I'm dollars. I'm going to get a
1: custom donut machine. Yeah. yeah.
0: I was the person who was like 50 people gonna at wedding. You're going to craft that shit. You're going to yes. craft that shit. Yes. I was like 50 people at my wedding. That's it. We're doing it in Central Park. It cost me $25. The whole thing capped at a certain price. It's one party. You're like street hot dogs for everyone. <laughs> but not that bad. But <laughs> I crafted a lot of shit for the wedding. Yeah. I just didn't want to spend all that for one friggin' party. Yeah.
1: I don't know. That's Mr. Ro- side note, Mr. Rogers grew up hella wealthy. How- and he was very, very wealthy his whole life. And he's one of the most kind, generous people ever. Oh, Mr. Rogers. This is Rogers. our first Mr. Rogers reference on this I know. show. We love Mr. Rogers. Get ready, Rogers. guys, because we talk about him all the time. We love but him anyway, so much. But anyway, I think it it's just really depends. Yeah. Anyway.
0: I think that's a fun topic. I, I want to hear.
1: Do you guys spoil your kids? And would you fault
0: somebody for throwing a party like that?
1: Yeah. Tell me your spoil story. Yeah. I want to hear some stories about crazy-ass D- spoiling.
0: Yes. DM us on Instagram at momtouragepodcast.com. Or send us an email at momtouragepod at gmail.com.
1: The spoiling thing. One more thing about the spoiling thing on my end. I am not an all kids get trophies kind of girl.
0: Oh, that every kid needs to get a trophy? No, fuck that.
1: I'm really anti that because I think it teaches children not how to deal with disappointment. I think a child should know that If you tried your hardest, that the reward is that you did the best that you could and that not everybody is going to get the gold star every time, but that you need self-worth to know that you did the best that you could and that you can keep trying and that you can accept disappointment without being a sore loser and that disappointment is something as an adult you encounter every day. And as a child, you need to learn how to deal with that in a way that's healthy for your mind, healthy in your relationships to others.
0: Yes to all that. Also, the Virgo in me needs to say that I think it supports mediocrity. (laughs) I really do. I think it's an important lesson. Listen, sometimes you work your ass off, you still don't get the gold star. You still don't get the job. Like you said, that is a factor of life. Kids also need to know you want something. You need to work for it.
1: Listen, when I was dating— this makes sense. I promise it comes around. <laughs> when I was dating a lot and on Tinder and whatever, be- right before I met Lee, I decided to go down in age range because I was just having a hard time matching. Like for yourself or for the guys? I would I would date guys that were younger than me. Oh, Like God. I turned it down. Because I was dating people my own age and I just felt like they didn't match my energy level yeah. and like they were, they were just a different- But like what
0: do you talk about with a younger guy? That's for a whole other thing. Well- like-
1: what I just, you, I was just, I wasn't, I was not having a good time. Let me just try it. I'm going to make it not only guys that are young, but I'm going to make the age range go a little got bit it. lower. Okay. And then I was having more fun on the dates, but then I wasn't finding guys that I would really want to settle down with. But one of the things I noticed with dating someone, I, at the time I was like 39, I was going for guys in their 20s, mid-20s. Mm-hmm. Aside oh from my fact, God, that
0: sounds like the biggest nightmare to me.
1: I mean, it was fun, question mark, but- they are the generation yes. of all kids get trophies. Yes.
0: That's why it and doesn't they sound often, like fun. they <laughs>
1: often tried so little and then was just like, what? I tried yeah. on everything. On yes. every girls, guys, let your imaginations go yes. wild with all the ways that they could just think that just putting in the time was enough effort. And, but my penis is in you. Right. Do I is have that, to do anything? Do I, have to move it? I texted you that one time. Whatever. All yeah. the things. Yeah. Like the ultimate fuckboys. I took your bra off. What you know?
0: Where's the rest of the work on your part? Exactly.
1: Anyway, and it just—I was just like, yeah, I gotta not do this. And then I eventually found Lee, who's older than me, so I just needed to find someone that was my energetic match, which was Lee, regardless of age. But I was trying different things because it it. was—you know—wasn't. And I get
0: trying different things.
1: I that generation, as someone as an adult that you want to date, terrible.
0: Ugh, sounds awful. Terrible.
1: Don't do that to your kids. Don't make them undateable. Hey Ash, do you always think that I'm just constantly working out?
0: No. <laughs> Why? Because I'm always wearing yoga pants. Oh, no. I know it's just because you're as lazy as I am in, like, comfy pants.
1: True, true. I'm wearing comfy pants right now. The comfiest. I mean, they do look very comfy. They are hide yoga pants. I love them. They're organic cotton, super lightweight, good fit, like, nice flat waist. And they're made right here in the USA in Southern California.
0: Oh, I love that. Didn't you tell me a mom started that brand? Yeah,
1: she's a mom of three. She's the founder. And she had her last baby late in life like me.
0: Well, obviously, she's a
1: part of the momtourage then. She's fabulous, yes. And you know what, guys? If you go to yogahide.com and use the code MOMTourage, you can get 25% off. It's Y O G A H Y D E.com. Personally, my favorite is the Colleen pant, but really everything they do is super flattering, super comfy, and very, very stylish. This next article that we're going to talk about comes from The Guardian called A Woman's Greatest Enemy, A Lack of Time to Herself by Bridget Schultz. I love this article because I was just thinking about this. When I was on vacation, I got really creative. I was texting you, probably annoyingly, a bunch of different ideas about this show. No,
0: not annoyingly at all. I was just like, does this bitch
1: not want to be on vacation? (laughs) We took my mom on vacation with us, and she had the baby a lot of the time, and it was the first time... I had space to do nothing.
0: Yeah, that's nice.
1: And I was just sitting there relaxing, and all of a sudden the creative juices started flowing. And this article sort of talks about that, talks about how women don't have any free time to themselves. And even when they do, they feel like very guilty about it and they feel they don't earn it unless they've checked off a million things off their checklist. Yes. And it goes on to describe so many artistic people who were in a coupling with a man who their career had to take aside.
0: Not only take aside. Or just completely uh, be gone. The woman, oh God, I f- should know this. The but composer? In the, yeah, the composer and his wife were. he needed to work silence. in absolute silence and she would go sit on a branch. And she went crazy. All day long. Mm-hmm. Of course you would. Listen, two out of Picasso's wives killed themselves, yep. okay? Women have been expected to stifle their own creativity and their own goals and personal drive for the betterment of men since the beginning of time. And it's not just wives, it's the female
1: in The and nannies, whatever. The So it talks about Martha Freud, Freud's wife, laid out Sigmund's clothes every morning and put toothpaste on his toothbrush. You think he had a mommy complex? I mean, ovs. And then Marcel Proust's housekeeper, Celeste, brought him daily coffee, croissants, newspapers, and mail on a silver tray and was always on hand whenever he wanted to chat, sometimes for hours. Ugh, I hope she got paid well. <laughs> she, um, I bet she didn't. Karl Marx's wife, who is unnamed in his book, lived in squalor with the surviving three of their six children while he spent all his days writing at the British Museum. Gustav Mahler married a promising young composer named Alma and then forbade her from composing and then expected her to keep the house utterly silent for him. She would have to sit for hours on a branch in the grass, not disturbing him. Doesn't that sound like a dream? Ugh, <laughs> terrible. She wrote in her diary, A miserable longing for someone who thinks of me, who helps me to find myself. I've sunk to a level of a housekeeper. Yeah, no shit, Alma. Yeah, Ugh, rise up. Yeah. And then they even talk about Patty, who is Bruce Springsteen's I wife, know, I who said I that, love. I thought that was
0: so interesting.
1: She had a really hard time with her solo career afterwards, and that her kids would ask things of her when she was trying to work on her album that they would never ask of their father. Our time has been interrupted constantly throughout history. It's fragmented between housework, childcare, keeping the family and community ties strong, and it's really hard to find. I'm preaching to the choir of the people that are listening right. to this, but it's really hard to create long stretches of uninterrupted time Well, and that I, then you get to choose what to do with it. And
0: what I found interesting in that article is when they were talking about how for so long the activities that women did get to participate in were often activities that were also productive, like quilting circles or canning things. Yeah, I mean, it's And then really
1: when take it, we're considered selfish. Of course. Well... Are oh, they're saying, they're saying that yes. oftentimes when we do take that uninterrupted time, that mommy time.
0: I think at this point in this modern day, we are putting that on ourselves. Am I saying that we don't do more than our husbands? Absolutely. In a majority of cases, I am personally not in a relationship where my husband thinks I'm selfish for doing those things. He doesn't. He's very supportive of me pursuing my dreams, even though it means he has to bring home more money. Um, We very much support each other in our careers. But... Do I still feel that stress? Absolutely.
1: Well, I definitely fall prey to I don't feel like I've earned my me time unless I check a lot of things off the box. Yes. Agreed. That's self-inflicted on me. I feel like I need to be better about that. Sometimes I need to take that time in order to be able to check the things off the box because I'm an ineffective, inefficient person if I'm not taking that me time. Yes. I'm very scatterbrained when I don't get that me time. I mean, listen, I lived my whole life just me and my dog. The way I became a healthy, mentally healthy person was to carve large periods of time of silence and doing nothing, and I really need that. And I haven't had that since I've had the baby, and my work has suffered. Absolutely. And always. I lost my wallet. That should have been my shits for this oh, week. Oh yeah, that should have been. Maybe that's good that it wasn't my shits. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I lost my wallet. I'm forgetful. Things are only half done. Even I can't- this
0: podcast, yeah. we have to like very much schedule it around our children. Right.
1: On vacation, it It became so – well, I became so acutely aware that one of the reasons why I'm feeling less than myself is because you and I are in creative professions. Yeah. That's what we chose to spend our life doing. Yeah. So obviously being creative is part of our lifeblood to being ourselves. Of course. And without quiet time of doing nothing – I am not creative. And so for a whole year, I haven't really had that. No wonder I feel depleted. I need that silence where a bunch of people don't need me in order to have anything bubble up, anything happen. And you know what? I got to try to figure out how to get that in my regular non-vacation life.
0: You know, To bring it back to spoiling our partners, obviously, this article is all about these women who have lived their lives to spoil their partner. But spoiling ourselves... The fact that we're even calling it spoiling ourselves to allow ourselves to have some time, yeah, just says a lot about it.
1: Ashley and I want to know where you hide in your home to try to carve out those little moments of self care, those me time moments. Mine is definitely on the toilet.
0: Yeah, I take long poops. Yeah, it's the only built in time, and sometimes you don't or even get f- that by yourself. Or sometimes your kid comes
1: in. I take an extra long dog walk with Beckett.
0: Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I do everything in my power to not have to walk the dog.
1: <laughs> So where do you go? Either DM us at Podcast on Instagram, or you can email us at Pod at Gmail. Hashtag
0: swag bag. So I'm going to go first. Okay. So my swag bag pick for this week is... This beautiful booby necklace that I am wearing from Cut in Clarity.
1: I wish my boobs looked as good as I that know. necklace. Can you
0: imagine if they were that perky and round and beautiful?
1: I want diamond encrusted nipples. God, me too. Someday. I'll settle. And
0: by settle, I mean... Happily. Happily with this necklace. So it's by Cut & Clarity, which is a female-run company run by a fellow mom, which we always love, Mariano Russo Chambers. I love this company because they're really working to be very transparent in a very non-transparent industry. Every piece manufactured employs like five to eight local New York City People, it's made sustainably, people are paid fair wages. It's pretty incredible. Like when you really look into what the jewelry industry is really all about, how these things are made, it's, it's pretty messed up. Yeah. So every piece is made of recycled 14 or 18 karat gold and all the stones are ethically sourced. She sent me all this information on it because I think this is such a cool part of what they do. The current structure of the jewelry industry isn't sustainable. These companies are investing so much money in producing so much stock. Mass product. Right, and hoping to sell it. And it leaves the business in this position where they're searching for like unsustainable Sustainable, cheap things that end up creating a ton of waste. So they kind of reduce all of that. The pieces are a pretty good price point. This necklace is three sixty five, mm-hmm.
1: and it's made real, to order. It's solid gold. They do custom pieces. I just, I think it's great. Once you told me about it, I'm starting to look now because I have been wanting to get something to commemorate Luna's birth. So I. I'm now like looking at their website. Yeah,
0: they're they're so great, and all of the pieces are so beautiful. I really love my booby one.
1: Um, I know because I just I feel like it, it's our vibe. It is definitely our vibe. Um, it's the tits. It, it is literally the
0: tits. It's literally the tits. But on top of sending me this beautiful necklace that I am so in love with, they are offering our listeners $50 off their first purchase, no minimum purchase required, with code MOMTRAGE when you just sign up for the newsletter. And then they're doing an exclusive MOMTRAGE club where for every $500 you spend at Cut & Clarity with the code, you receive $25 in jewelry credit. Credits towards your next purchase.
1: That is so many numbers. That's so much
0: information. Go to our show notes on this episode. We'll have it all laid out. We're Not also- just this one,
1: but any other code that we've talked about. Always in our show notes. In the yeah. show
0: notes. I think you're going to love these pieces. I truly, the reason this is swag bag and not a commercial is because I just really, really love the company. I really love the sustainability factor. And on top of it, it's really cute.
1: Since I've become a parent, I'm even more concerned about the footprint that we leave. Having brands like Hyde, which is organic and ethically sourced, and Cutton Clarity, clarity, where I get something out of it, not to sound totally selfish, where I get something out of it like this dope-ass piece of jewelry. Yeah. And I know that doing good by the world. Right. I'm not continuing this cycle of overuse and abuse of our resources. resources. Yeah. And then I'm also supporting local in New yes. York. It makes me feel good.
0: And people who are working and getting paid a fair wage, right. which is something that we take for granted in a lot of the things we buy.
1: So I can make myself pretty and adorn myself and also feel good about it.
0: Cut in clarity, check out the booby necklace. Love it.
1: So my hashtag swag bag is my bandolier phone case. I know I'm going to buy one now. (laughs) It's okay. You could totally. Since I've started using it more regularly, I can't tell you how many people I've sent the link. So I originally got it because when I went to concerts, I wanted to have my phone on me and just like my ID and some money. I didn't want to bring a big purse. My back hurts all the time. It's New York. You mostly walk to the venue or take a subway. I just wanted to have the least amount of things on me.
0: And who wants to carry a purse when you're at a concert? Right. Yeah.
1: So I bought it, but to be honest with you, I only took it out when I went to a concert. I didn't have it as my regular phone case all the time. And then Luna started to walk around and do things like grab your phone and threaten to throw it places. Yes. Well,. I couldn't find my phone mm-hmm. and turns out she had put it in my laundry basket and then covered it up with laundry. Oh, good.
0: And At least I, you didn't put it in the washing it, machine. true. So
1: I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to get that phone case out. And especially now, like, because I have a diaper bag and all this stuff, some of the stuff that I need that I would normally keep in my purse, I just put it in the stroller or the diaper bag. Yeah. All I really need on me, on me, on me, is just a couple of things. And so I started to use this bandolier phone case. So I'm telling you it is, but it doesn't makes sense unless I describe it right. It's basically like a leather, I think they have non-leather too, phone case, with a strap like almost a purse like strap a, yeah like a lanyard or whatever and then the back of and it's very high quality so it also protects your phone it's not some like not a good phone case kind of situation and then I have an older version um, but they, it has some sort of snap closure there's two different kinds one is just a credit card slit where you could put an ID and just like some rolled up dollar dollar bills y'all yeah. and the other one is more like a pouch where yeah. you could probably put change but it's still pretty flat it's not bulky comes in all different colors and styles B, A, N, D So
0: on the show that I'm working on, the showrunner has it. And I was like, oh, that's that bandolier phone case that Carrie has. And I liked it when you had it. And I was like, I don't know if I need that in my everyday. And it's like a hundred bucks. I don't know if I need that in my everyday life. And then I saw the showrunner have it. I was like, I'm walking around with this huge tote bag with my laptop, my iPad, headphones, water bottle, this. And by the way, my sustainability bullshit, I'm walking around with like a water bottle and a coffee cup (laughs) everywhere I go. That is perfect. So I'm going to buy one. I texted Carrie this week. Do you care if I buy the same phone case you have? Cause I and think I'm, I'm, going I'm to. never <laughs> weird about that
1: stuff. Also bandolier has styles that are under that price point. Yes. Yeah. There's always sales styles and all different kinds of stuff. Cause I definitely got mine on a, on a sale oh, really? situation. They do have sales. It's totally worth it. I've gotten so many compliments on it. I don't lose my phone anymore. I'm not dropping it all the time. Cause it's on me. I was a, crazy phone dropper because I'd like throw my coat and it would come out of my coat and
0: the strap is adjustable right is yours adjustable no this one isn't but some
1: of them are like I said I have an old one I've had this for a long time yeah
0: but it's long enough where you can like cross body it over a coat yes like a puffy coat correct
1: and like I said I have an old one but the newer styles have lots more versatility yeah you can also just buy a new strap for less money so I might buy a strap that's like funkier and fun like I think I might get it because it clips so you can change out the
0: That's fun. The straps.
1: Anyway, that's my swag bag. And the winner of the Epicurean Beauty Giveaway is April Chick 20. Congratulations, and welcome to our momtourage. Okay, that's our show today, folks. Thank
0: you so much for giving us a listen. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We are out here on our own, and these things really, really matter.
1: We want to hear from you. Tell us what you want to hear. Email us at momtouragepod at gmail.com.
0: Follow us on Instagram at momtouragepodcast to hang out with us all week long.
1: We are here for you. You are not alone. We got you. So go ahead, girl. Know this posse is behind you and go slay. Momtourage is written and produced by Ashley Heron-Smith and Carrie Sotero. Recorded and mixed by Lee Mars. Our theme song, MILF, is by the band Mama Drama. You can find them on Instagram at mamadramaband or mamadramaband.com.